At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Covering the live betting angles for every game, this is VSIN Live Bet Tonight with Femi Abebefe and Wes Reynolds on VSIN, the sports betting network. It's a great day to be alive, and it's a great day to be a better. Welcome inside the VSIN studios here at the Circle Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. This is VSIN Live Bet Tonight. Femi Abebefe alongside Wes Reynolds. The sports book here at the Circa Resort and Casino is absolutely electric as our national present time has returned. College football week one kicking off tonight, Wes. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we're in full, full throttle, at least, or at least partial throttle. Uh, got some uh, big college football games on all the networks tonight, so we'll be li- updating the live lines, second halves as these games go to halftime and uh, getting you all squared away. Let's go ahead and do that. Coming up on the show over these next three hours, we have a couple of great guests. Nick Whalen, senior NBA analyst over at RotoWire, joins us in 30 minutes. We'll discuss the big trade in the NBA, which sent Donovan Mitchell to the Cleveland Cavaliers. Eric Eager, research and development over at PFF to start the third hour. Are there any week one bets in the NFL that still have value? We'll ask Eric at 8 o'clock. But before we get into all of that, Wes, we're at halftime mm-hmm. between Pitt and West Virginia in the backyard brawl. We're knotted up. At 10, I'm looking at a second-half number right now. It is four. Now, DraftKings hasn't put it up yet, but other shops in the market have put up fours with the second-half total. 24, there's some 24-and-a-halves. 10-10, we're all, squ- we're all squared away in this game. Any second-half lean for yeah, you? Yeah, right now, as I get my screen open here, uh, right now I have under 51 for the full game. Mm-hmm. It was a low-scoring first half, and then uh, 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 Pitts, or actually West Virginia, settled for the field goal there at the end. So... You know, we kind of thought that this might be a defensive battle with a new philosophy there in Pitt. Frank Signetti, the new offensive coordinator, wants to run the ball, I think, a lot more than he did previously with Mark Whipple and Kenny Pickett with what they put up last year. Pitt, right now, they have run the ball 19 times and only thrown it eight times, despite the fact that they have Keaton Slovis at quarterback. So we are seeing, I think, an offensive philosophy change. And we talked about that with Colin Wilson from the Action Network on our program last night, that... Look, you're seeing a transition. JT Daniels now at his third school as a starting quarterback. Of course, was at USC and then was at Georgia. Now at West Virginia, his third stop. Hop it around. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, you know, that's that's 2022 in the transfer portal. I mean, there's going to be a lot more of that. It used to be like a real exclusive case when you had a guy at three schools. Now it's like <laughs> the norm. So you have that going on. Then you have Pittsburgh with the change of philosophy you may see some movement, I think, at over 24 here, 
just to try to middle this, perhaps, depending on what number, especially if you got that early number, which I believe was like 54, 53 and a half. It wasn't out there very long. It got steamed to the under and then even got more steam. I think it closed about 50. So you may see some uh, some bets to the over. That's something I'm going to decide here in a few minutes, see if I want to middle over 44 with under 51 and a half. Yeah, you, you took that under there. Nice call for you so far here. 20 points on the board at halftime. It actually closed here at Circa at 49 and a half. Mm-hmm. So that just goes to show you how the betting market was yeah, expecting it did get a some more late lower steam. scoring game. And a lot of that is, you think, just because of the philosophy change with Mark Whipple now in Nebraska and Kenny Pickett now with the Pittsburgh Steelers, that maybe yeah. Pat Narduzzi goes back to what feels a little bit more comfortable to him. Well, and yeah, that's what Pat Narduzzi does. They run the football and they play very good defense. They always have very good pass rush there at Pitt, put a lot of guys in the NFL draft. So, you know, it's kind of played out to how I thought it would. But, you know, at 24, only 10 to 10, uh, both teams, I think 187 yards for West Virginia, 154 Mm. for Pitt. So it's not like the offense has been totally stuck in the mud. They did pick up a little bit in the second quarter. First quarter, it was pretty much a, you know, a rock fight. So lean to the over and actually at 24. And actually, I'm going to try to middle that. I'm yeah, going to go, go ahead. I'm going to go over 24 for the second half. And I've got under 51 and a half for the full game. You see, it's ticked up there. And, and we actually just see a score in the Big Ten showdown between Purdue and Penn State. You're on Penn State money line. I laid the three and a half with Penn State. Clearly, we don't like to see Purdue take the lead here, but so far it's kind of been a back and forth showdown. I think Purdue's been a little bit more explosive on the offensive end with Aiden O'Connell at quarterback. Well, and a couple penalties really helped Purdue on this drive. Yeah. There was a targeting penalty and then a pass interference. It was second and ten from the twenty-seven. Pass interference puts them at the twelve-yard line. Two plays later, King Derue is in the end zone for the Boilermakers. So we'll wait for the extra point to be pending, and then we will get you updated on a live price. Yeah, right now we're looking at this game 9-7 to seven, pending the extra point, and that extra point is up and good. So DraftKings could put up a live price in this game. Going back to that West Virginia Pitt game, Pitt now a 7.5-point favorite on the live number. I don't know if we have that on our monitors up here. We'll try to work to get that up there. I want to see what happened, but maybe Pitt down deep into West Virginia territory. But the live number in this game between Penn State and Purdue is Penn State 1.5-point favorites with a total mm-hmm. of 54.5 here with 9.43 to go in the second quarter. Anything for you right now in this big tension? No, I'm just going to wait on this okay. a little bit. Penn State – Still trying to find their running game. We talked about it last night. I mentioned they did not have a 100-yard rusher all of last season. Only 14 14 carries so far. So they're trying to run the ball, but only 50 yards, 3.6 a carry. That's not going to get it done long term. Well, let's get into what else you are sweating here on the card because I know you have an under in this Ball State-Tennessee game as well, and the Volunteers are covering at halftime. Mm -hmm. 37 and a half is where this game closed. They were up 38 nothing going into the break. Yeah, so that's one of those games I think we mentioned as well last night where it's like, okay, what does the team have next week? Mm-hmm. Well, what they have next week is a showdown with Pitt, who's currently, we mentioned, at halftime in the backyard brawl, actually just starting the third quarter. So Tennessee got beat by Pitt actually last year in Knoxville. So this is where you kind of say, okay, are they going to call off the dogs a little bit? And I believe this open 14, you saw some 13 and a half on the close. So There are some betters betting Ball State for the second half, and I don't disagree with that. I have a total of uh, under 67. I think I have. I think it's on. Yeah, it's under 67. I might have bet 67 and a half, but I still thought 67 was good. So second half total was only 27 and a half, 28. So still on pace to be the under. Ball State had one drive late in the Tennessee territory and fumbled at the goal line. So it ended up 38 to nothing. Tennessee did cover the first half, but this might be okay. Run the ball, get out of dodge, maybe substitute a little bit more liberally. We'll see the twos and the threes and perhaps even the fours in this game. Ball State's not coming back. Ball State actually has gone for it in their own territory twice and got very desperate early, didn't succeed either time. So that's what you've seen right now, a very sad Charlie Cardinal down in Knoxville. And we have a game getting underway just now in Minneapolis between New Mexico State and Minnesota. Uh, This was a big spread here for the Golden Gophers, laying 36 with a total of 52 and a half. Anything for you for those last second bets that can go in? Yeah, the only thing that I add, and I had a much better number, I bet this very early in the week under 56 and a half, New Mexico State, Minnesota. Jerry Kill returning to Minneapolis mm-hmm. was the former Gophers head coach. There was rumor that there's a little bit of bad blood. Jerry Kill didn't have some good things to say about P.J. Fleck, I guess, with the way some of his leftover assistants were treated because Tracy Clays was the interim coach. For, uh, he actually was defense coordinator yes. and Jerry Kill took over, got the full-time job, and then he was let go. P.J. Fleck 
uh, now the head coach. So I think that line was priced really high. It's like, oh, man, he's going to run it up. I don't think that that would go well in Minneapolis. I don't think they want to see their old coach, Jerry Kill, get it run up on him. So I did play the under. This closed 36. There were some 35 and a halves, including right here behind us at Circus Sports. So New Mexico State was one of those teams that did play last week. Did not cover, depending on your number. They might have covered if you bet it early. If you bet it late, you didn't get the cover. You probably should have, though. They were minus five in the turnover margin. It gets a very bad and rebuilding Nevada team. And we just have a disastrous situation for the Pitt Panthers to start the second half of this game against West Virginia here. They go three and out, get the sack there, and then on the punt, it is blocked by West Virginia, setting up first and goal for the Mountaineers. Right now, they are last, last check, I should say, three-and-a-half-point dogs as West Virginia tries to take a seven-point lead, and I believe they just push them into the end yeah. zone. So a touchdown. They've the been Mountain running Rams. the ball actually very well, West Virginia. We'll see what the signal is. It looks like it is a touchdown. Before that, they were 13 carries, 81 yards, 6.2 yards a carry. So they've been smashing this pit defensive line, which you usually don't see out of Pat Narduzzi's mm-hmm. bunch. So with that being said, because we all came into this game thinking that Pitt would be able to control the line of scrimmage, is this a situation to where maybe, even though West Virginia just went up, you would entertain possibly betting on West Virginia as a favorite in this spot. If Pitt's not going to be able to control the line of scrimmage, I'm not sure how much of an advantage they have in this game altogether. I'm not going to, but I certainly like your angle there. I think you're on the right track in terms of your rationale. So, yeah, I I would not be betting Pitt. I just, looking at how Pitt has run the ball, and we know that's what Narduzzi and Signetti wants to do, and they're being stubborn right now. 21 carries for 65 yards. Keaton Slovis, 6-9, 84 yards, but it's like you got a guy that you know can fling the ball down the field, and they're not using him that way they used Kenny Pickett last year. But isn't this Narduzzi? Like, this is what Narduzzi is. Yeah. Done. Last year was the exception to the rule for Pat Narduzzi. Well, and we talked about that last night, that there was some tension between he and Mark Whipple. There's a reason Mark Whipple left Pitt and took the Nebraska <laughs> offensive coordinator Despite job. winning the ACC yeah. last I, year. I mean, I think it was kind of like the feeling is mutual type of thing here. Let's just have a mutual parting of the ways, and that's certainly what they did. Yeah, I don't understand it with Narduzzi. You win the ACC. Now, granted, you had Kenny Pickett and Jordan Addison with that passing game, but it worked last year, and mm-hmm. now you can go back to this running the football. There's still a lot of time. Maybe Pitt can pull this thing out here, but they're up against it right now, trailing their rivals there. The first time we've seen this rivalry in quite some time as it is down by six. I believe their extra point is pending. Actually, no, they just made the extra point. So 17 to 10 West Virginia here. So Yeah, I'm seeing minus two and a half yep. on the Mountaineers, 50 and a half on the total if you want to go money line. One minus 135 on WVU, plus 105 on Pitt. Yeah, no, that's a that's a line that I think – Right now, I'm sitting with plus eight in my pocket. Mm -hmm. So I'm feeling good about where West Virginia is at, the way that they're battling on the line of scrimmage. But if there's an opportunity that presents itself to where maybe I can get Pitt getting seven and a half or something on a live number, maybe I get involved there and try to middle this thing with a pretty big middle, about 15 points. So we'll see how this one unfolds in the backyard brawl. You're also sweating out a couple other plays here, Wes. I know you have Central Michigan plus the points with Oklahoma State. You have uh, then the under in the West Virginia game, but what about this game in Stillwater between Central Michigan? Yeah, and the already Cowboys? two touchdowns in the second half, one for each side. It is fifty-one to twenty-two. I was commenting Central Michigan almost had three hundred yards at the half, and they were still down forty-four to fifteen. No turnovers really, but it was seven to seven early, and then Central Michigan took a safety, and that absolutely flipped the game. They have not been able to stop Spencer Sanders and the uh, Cowboys' offense. Yeah, it's been Oklahoma State, all Oklahoma State over there in Stillwater. We're just getting started here on VSIN Live Bet tonight. All sorts of college football action this evening, and we're going to break it down throughout the show. Stick with us. This is VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. 
Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is VSIM Live Bet Tonight with Femi Abebefe and Wes Reynolds, live from the Circus Sportsbook on VSIN, the sports betting network. It's football season, and bettors know that this is when the money is made. Nobody knows football like VEASAN, and now is the time to become a VEASAN subscriber and get our comprehensive college and pro guides. Only VEASAN subscribers get all the tools to prep for the college and pro football seasons, and our experts provide profiles of every team with advanced stats and power ratings, plus best bets on season win totals, division finishes, and player awards. Sign up early, and for a discount of $175, you'll receive both guides and full VEASAN access all the way through the Super Bowl. Or join us for $40 a month and see everything VEASAN has to up your betting game. Go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe for all your options and become part of the Sports Betting Network. Welcome back. This is VEASAN Live Bet Tonight, hanging out at the Circle Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. He's Wes Reynolds. I'm Femi Bebefe, hanging out here until 9 o'clock Pacific time, midnight Eastern. And over that time period, we want to hear from you guys. You can tweet at us, at VEASAN Live on Twitter, at Wes Reynolds. One is where you can find Wes, at Femi Bebefe is where you can find me. But especially take advantage of tweeting at us tonight, because with a lot of games going on, a lot of live betting potentials, any questions you might have for us, we can answer those along here in the show. So we want to hear from you guys once again on Twitter. So make sure to get that done. The under that you're sweating in Ball State, Tennessee, Wes. Mm-hmm. Right now, the Tennessee Volunteers lead at 45 nothing, and it's midway through the third quarter. That total is sitting at 72 and a half. You got it under, what was it, 67? 67. Yeah, I was a little late to the party, unfortunately. It may not It may not end up mattering because, uh, look, Tennessee, Ball State just can't stop them. Now, if Tennessee can yeah. kind of get a stop here and, you know, keep it 45 nothing midway through the third quarter, I think this is a park-the-bus time for the Volunteers. I was going to say, at what point do they call off the dogs and just, you know, like pack up shop and say, all right, let's get ready for Pitt next week. They're scoring so fast that the scoring I'm looking at hasn't updated. It's still saying 38, but it is (laughs) 45 to nothing. Also going on in the second quarter in West Lafayette, Purdue leads Penn State 10-7 to in that game in the Big Ten. Right now you can get Penn State as – a half-point favorite over at DraftKings. The total sitting at 49-and-a-half there, so this total is trending toward the under in that game. That total closed 53 over at DraftKings, 53-and-a-half and some other jurisdictions. But the two big games tonight trending toward the under. Mm-hmm. And we got a Big Ten team, then we got Pat Narduzzi, who Pat Narduzzi, I think every game he wished would trend toward the under. Yeah. But what do you any early takeaways that you've seen from just how the football is being played? 
Maybe is it mistakes early on, or is there something else at play here as why we're seeing a little bit lower scoring in the more competitive games? Well, I think you were going to see lower scoring in the competitive games. Both got bet, by the way, by the market. So, And look, these lines, you know, have been up forever in terms of uh, the week one. They've been up for well over a month to about six weeks. So these got time to get beat into shape. That's why week one, oftentimes, even though everybody's so excited and the odds makers are unsure of their numbers, you're unsure of your numbers is a better that's why this is so hard because now they're up so much earlier. That's mm-hmm. why you kind of like week two and week three a little bit more as a better for, for me personally because you can exploit the overreactions and whatnot. But I'm not surprised these two games are low scoring. This is a conference game. Look, we saw Penn State in a very similar situation last year against Wisconsin. And that, that, game, that game was in the teens. So, you know, no surprise that we're necessarily seeing that at this standpoint. By the way, 10-7 Purdue, they are pinned deep in their own territory, about a little under seven to go. <laughs> does it surprise you that Pitt is punting on the plus side of field on fourth and I two? do. Uh, no, it does not. <laughs> I mean, you know, last year it was such an aberration, I think, when you really look at Pitt because it was like they were chucking and ducking it all over the place. It's like, that's not Pat Narduzzi football. This no. is three yards in a cloud of dust and get in the trenches and smash mouth football and stop the run, have good pass rush and play a defensive game because Narduzzi, I think you saw his defenses for many years up at Michigan State under Mark D'Antonio. Oh, they were always good. They were always nationally ranked top five, top 10. So, you know, they're kind of returning the form here at Pitt as a, a big third and nine here for Purdue. Be a big stopper to the Nittany Lions to get them off the field. Yeah, they're backed up in their own end there. Uh, and they're wide open, just a missed throw there for the Boilermakers. So that will force a punt. Penn State with a chance to maybe retake the lead in West Lafayette, though. But back to Pitt, West Virginia, we have some player props. And I want to start with the passing yards because both of these are trending towards the under. JT Daniels, his prop was 244.5 before the game started. Keaton Slovis, 252.5. Mm-hmm. Daniels right now is 106 yards on 20 attempts. Then you have Slovis with 107 yards on 13 attempts. So Slovis has been much more efficient, just doesn't really get the opportunities. But both of these are trending towards the under. Yeah, no question about it. And and I think that begs the question. Sometimes these props can be correlated. Now, prop is a different market, obviously, in your traditional side and total. So these were, you know, you looked at these and you thought, okay, this is going to be a low scoring game because this did take late steam, as we mentioned in the first segment before the kick. It kind of got down to 51 and then... 50, 50 and a half, and then some people bet it back over to 51. Then you see 49 and a half, the market low here at Circa. So no surprise that these two teams, their quarterbacks at least trending well to the under. Uh, West Virginia, I still think, is trying to figure out JT Daniels making his first start now in Mm -hmm. his third school. So it's like they're trying to kind of figure out their offensive identity. Meanwhile, it seems like Pitt has absolutely changed their offensive identity. Rodney Hammond of Pitt is close to his yards prop on the ground. His rushing prop was set at 49 and a half. He has 47 yards on seven carries with a touchdown. So Hammond has been efficient, but Pitt just hasn't been able to open the ball, open those lanes up at least, I should say, for them to continue to give him the football. They've been struggling a little bit up front there. So that's a prop that is on the doorstep of cashing. Tony Mathis, his prop was closing at 56 and a half. Right now he's sitting at 22 yards on six carries. So those are the props in the Pitt-West Virginia game. As for Purdue and Penn State, as this game sits with 556 and counting to go in the first half, we saw the a pretty high number for Aiden O'Connell here, mm-hmm. Wes. Aiden O'Connell, 311 and a half. Now, he has 113 yards to go. We still got five and change left in this first half here. But this game is, is kind of not a – I don't want to say it's a grinder, but the defense is right. really showing out there between Penn State and Purdue. Right. And, and look, that was probably why the reason why that number was so high for O'Connell – Number one, Purdue has kind of struggled to run the ball in recent years, and they've only run it nine times for 35 yards. That's 3.9 a carry. Penn State even worse at running the ball. But I think that was taxed a little bit with O'Connell because we know the Brom brothers want to go ahead and throw the football over the yard. And we saw last time we saw Purdue was in that Music City Bowl against Tennessee where it was just up and down the field, nobody stopping anybody. O'Connell didn't have two of his top receivers, including David Bell, who got drafted by the Cleveland Browns. No problem, just, you know, threw for an exorbitant amount of yards and touchdowns. So now Penn State finds themselves in third and intermediate. They are in the Purdue territory here, third down and six. Wow. Yeah, there was almost a sack there in the uh, – it was a sack, but it was almost a sack fumble. Yeah, I, for, yeah, for I was just noticing that. It, it, West Virginia will retain <laughs> possession, by the way. That could have been Th- bad. Things are fast and furious. Clifford, by the way, does convert 
on that third down. Go. So 443 left to go in the first half at Ross Aid Stadium, 10 to 7. Penn State with your lead, or oh, you're trailing, actually. Oh, by the way, Minnesota has taken the lead against New Mexico State, 7 nothing with mm-hmm. 9.50 to go in the first quarter. Muhammad Ibrahim with the four-yard rushing touchdown. And right now that line is sitting at Minnesota, 40-and-a-half-point favorites, total 54-and-a-half. So well, clearly not much is expected from New Mexico and, State. And New Mexico State started Diego Pavia again, uh, who started last week at quarterback up there against Nevada, actually at home against Nevada. Mm-hmm. And he threw three interceptions in the first half. And then they put the kid Gavin Frakes in and he actually got him back in the game. So I'm a little surprised they're going back to Pavia, who's the smaller quarterback. But nevertheless, easy peasy for the Minnesota Golden Gophers. Tanner Morgan, three of three for 48 yards. Mo Ibrahim, four for 26. And the capper with the touchdown. Do you get in, ever get involved with some of these kind of stinky underdogs that are getting a lot of points from a live perspective? Because a, a situation like New Mexico State, now you're getting 40 and a half points. Mm-hmm. Clearly, that's a lot there, and it's going to take quite an effort from Minnesota to cover yeah. that number there. But we know that the Golden Gophers are much better than the Aggies. Would you ever get involved playing a dog like that, even though it might not feel good uh, to yeah, bet that? I team? think you could. I mean, I'm not doing it necessarily in this very spot, but you kind of see what's going on with uh, Ball State and Tennessee. Both teams, Ball State, by the way, now on the board, eight minutes left to go in the third quarter. It is 45 to seven. So you're looking at the live line and it's 51 and a half. That's basically what it was at the second half line where Tennessee, I believe, was laying 13 and a half up 38 nothing at halftime. So it's like, okay, you're still getting the same price here. Do you want to go ahead and take a chance? Because Ball State is going to keep trying. I mean, they're not going to quit because it's like, hey, this is our chance to play in big Neyland Stadium in Knoxville, Tennessee with, you know, 90-some thousand people, however many, whatever the announced crowd was tonight. Tennessee, at some point, is going to be like, you know what? We're, we're not going to keep doing this. We're not going to get anybody hurt. We have Pitt next week. That's a big payback game. Mm-hmm. That's the old Johnny Majors game. Of course, Johnny Majors coached both at Pitt and Tennessee, mm-hmm. so... Yeah, I would be that Ball State, Tennessee. That would be a situation where I would be looking to take a live number with Ball State. And Penn State is looking at a second and six right now. There's a flag on the field. We'll see what they ended up calling there. Maybe a roughing the passer. John Clifford putting the thumbs up there, saying that he's okay after taking mm-hmm. a pretty big hit. Might be a roughing the passer. Yeah, there but man, he had a lot of injuries last year, and their yeah. season went south. So they want to see number fourteen upright. Yeah. That is roughing the passer on the Boilermakers. Penn State about to be in business. And also West Virginia facing a third and 10 in their own territory against the Pitt Panthers. Boy, if West Virginia could just flip field position, mm-hmm. that would be immense there for their chances of winning this game here because right now they have a seven-point lead. And maybe just try to take this Pitt crowd out of it. Because right. Any positive play, and you know the Panther crowd that is there yeah, at 70,000 here, best crowd they've ever had for a Pitt It looks like a Steeler game. game. <laughs> it looks like a Steeler game out there in Pitt. Uh, but we'll be on the other side, though. Nick Whalen joining us of Rotowire Talk NBA. This is VSIM Live Bet Tonight with Femi Abebefe and Wes Reynolds, live from the Circus Sportsbook on VSIN, the sports betting network. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vsin.com to check the current betting splits data. Want to know where the money and bets are moving for every game? Well, the betting splits page is updated every 10 minutes so you can see changes in all the action. Find out where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. You can check out not just today's action, but future events as well. Betting splits are another way. VEASAN is here to make you a smarter, better year-round. So check out today's betting splits for every game at VEASAN.com. Welcome back. This is VEASAN Live Bet Tonight. Femi Abebefe alongside Wes Reynolds. We're here hanging out at the Circle Resort and Casino just to guys get you guys up to date over in West Lafayette. Penn State leads Purdue 14-10 to after the Nittany Lions were able to score a touchdown. They're now 4.5 on the live number. Live total sitting at 56.5 out there in West Lafayette. But joining us now as we take a little bit of a break from the college football, we bring in our guy Nick Whalen of Rotowire to talk a little NBA because – there was a pretty, pretty big trade in the association here. Nick, we appreciate you joining us and taking the time out of your evening. And I want to get your thoughts here right off of the bat. The Cavaliers sending Colin Sexton, Laurie Markkinen, Ochai Abaji, and three first-round picks of the Utah Jazz for Donovan Mitchell. What was your initial reaction when you saw the trade earlier this afternoon? My initial reaction was was shock. You know, the Cavs had been thrown out there as a team that had potentially been in the mix in these Donovan Mitchell talks, but there was really not a ton of indication that they were a real player 
in this mix. And, you know, you kind of look up and down that roster and you say, well, they're not going to give up Evan Mobley. They're not going to give up Darius Garland. Uh, you know, Jared Allen's maybe even a little too old for the type of player that Utah would want back in that deal. So it's hard to make it work, but they did. You know, when you throw in three first round picks, you throw in two pick swaps on top of that. I think Utah now has like 13 either unprotected or lightly protected first round picks uh, from now until 2029. So they have just a huge trove of assets and they still have some other veterans that they'll likely offload, I think, before the season starts or, or certainly before the NBA trade deadline in February. It was really surprising. I mean, there was an, a GM poll that came out on ESPN earlier this week. And one of the questions was, what team will Donovan Mitchell be playing for after the NBA trade deadline? One person said the Utah Jazz, 14 said the New York Knicks. So the, the <laughs> expectation mm -hmm. league wide was that eventually the Jazz would cave and Mitchell would go to the Knicks. And now here we are. Uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers have kind of pushed in all their chips and they're going to try to compete right away in the Eastern Conference. So, Nick, you bringing that up. And uh, before we get back to the Cavs, let me get to the New York Knicks, because everybody kind of had that peg that, OK, Donovan Mitchell, it's kind of only a matter of time. It's just dotting the I's, crossing the T's. This thing's going to get done. It does not get done. So we see a little adjustment in a couple of the markets that have the win totals out there. I know uh, Superbook Sports out here in, in Nevada had the Knicks 40 and a half. 39 and a half. So a mod modicum of adjustment here, but what do you make of the Knicks now with their direction going forward? They, you know, they, they bring in Brunson, but this team still feels like it's very incomplete to me. Oh, absolutely. I, I think the Knicks, you know, initially I thought that maybe they had gotten complacent and they weren't willing to put their best offer out there. And they just thought eventually, you know, Utah would, would kind of kowtow and, and give them Donovan Mitchell for the price uh, that they were willing to pay. Uh, but then, you know, Adrian Wojnarowski about a half hour ago tweeted that, you know, back in July, New York offered a package that included R.J. Barrett. It included mm. Mitchell Robinson. It included three unprotected first round picks. So it's really interesting here. You know, obviously, the initial reaction is to pile on the Knicks. It's like yet again, they've missed out on another star. But from what it sounds like, they were willing to put their chips on the table. They included R.J. Barrett in that deal. So I think it's almost more interesting to look at it from Utah's perspective they would rather have the package that the Cavs put on the table, which included Colin Sexton and all those picks, than a package that includes R.J. Barrett. So, you know, I think there are a lot of teams that still value R.J. Barrett uh, as close to a blue chip asset, but clearly the Utah Jazz are not one of them. And then, you know, to answer your question about the Knicks, here we go again, right? I mean, this is the 20-year cycle of just, you know, what ifs. You know, they, they, they did get Carmelo Anthony, uh, I guess, back in, what, 2011, 2012, whenever that mm -hmm. was. But even that, you know, had they landed Donovan Mitchell, to me, it would have felt a lot like the Carmelo deal where, you know, Donovan Mitchell is a very good player. Carmelo Anthony was a very good player, but are they on that short list of guys that automatically puts you to the top of title contention or even top of your own conference? Probably not. So when you pair Donovan Mitchell with someone like Jared Allen and Evan Mobley and Darius Garland, now you have yourself a team, but putting Donovan Mitchell on that Knicks roster, ultimately, I, I'm not sure that it would have propelled them, you know, as far as Knicks fans would like to believe. Yeah, I almost think the Knicks, uh, the Jazz saved the Knicks from themselves, almost in a sense there, with not taking that trade there with R.J. Barrett included. We're speaking with Nick Whalen, senior NBA analyst over at Rotowire. So you mentioned it there, the core four for the Cleveland Cavaliers, Donovan Mitchell, Darius Garland, Jared Allen, and then Evan Mobley, who has superstar potential. How good can this team be in 2022-2023? You know, that's the question, right? And And I think you know, given that Donovan Mitchell's under contract for three more years and that Evan Mobley is only going into his second NBA season, they do have a runway here. It's not like this is a, you know, title or bust in 2023 for the Cavs. You know, it's interesting to look at the odds market. There was a pretty dramatic shift in the Cavs title odds, mostly because I think they were just a, a little too long, uh, you know, when they were set back in June and July. I mean, they were 80, 90, even 100 to one at some books. And now you're going to see them basically 30, 35 to one across the board, which sounds great. That's a huge improvement, but the Eastern Conference is so top heavy that, you know, as of right now, they only have the sixth lowest odds to win the Eastern Conference, you know, six lowest odds uh, to, to emerge from the East and get to, to the NBA Finals, of course. You know, they're still plus 300 to win their own division, which includes the Milwaukee Bucks. So, you know, it just speaks to, you know, I think how good some of those other teams are, especially in the Eastern Conference. Milwaukee's gonna be back. Brooklyn, you know, on paper at least, should compete. The Sixers, the Heat, the Celtics, um, you know, Cleveland's going to be a, a very good team. They'll certainly be improved compared to last season. But if you follow the odds, it, it still feels like they have a decent amount of ground to, to make up in order to catch up to those truly elite teams in their own conference. Nick, when you look at the division, you mentioned they are still three to one to win the central mm -hmm. division and even a little bit higher in some other markets. But 
we know the Bucks are in there and we know that the Bulls are in there. Bulls end up being the sixth seed. But with a team like the Bucks, because, you know, when, you, when you've won and you've had some success, sometimes you take it a little bit easy in the regular season. You know, you liberally, okay, Giannis, you're going to sit out tonight and whatnot. So it's not like you're really totally grinding to win the division. And we've seen that with some teams that have been championship contenders. So do you think that there's enough here to get you to take a stab with the Cavaliers thinking, okay, they've got these young guys now all together where it's like, okay, we're going to really go for it because we're a young team that hasn't had that sense of accomplishment like somebody like Milwaukee has had. Absolutely. I, I think there's a, a decent amount of value in betting the Cavs to win that division. I, I would not bet them to win the Eastern Conference. I certainly would not bet them to win the NBA Finals, but you could get them at plus 360 on FanDuel to win the Central Division. And I, I think the argument that you laid out is spot on. We see this all the time in the NBA, right? I mean, even the team that Donovan Mitchell just came from, the Utah Jazz, they've kind of been the regular season champions in the Western Conference a few times over the last several years. And, you know, we saw that with Milwaukee before they broke through. They had that 60-win season back in 2018-19. Uh, oftentimes, it's those young teams, it's those teams that are on the rise that have the great regular season, and then they fall short. Uh, so I, I think the Cavs could, in a lot of ways, you know, do essentially what they did last year, but actually finish the job. You know, they had that great start to the season at one point. I think they were as high as, like, third in the Eastern Conference. And then things kind of came crashing down toward the end of the year, and, you know, they, they, they found themselves in the play-in. Um, adding Donovan Mitchell certainly raises your ceiling. And I, I think you're totally right. I think they're a team that could be a really, really, really good regular season team. And more importantly, they have the horses and the young players to, to gun for, you know, 60, 62 wins. Whereas a team like Milwaukee, they're just focused on getting to the playoffs at this point. And I think you could say the same thing about Boston. You could say the same thing about Miami, the same thing about Philly. They have their veteran laden teams. They don't care if they win 50 games, 55 games, 47 games. As long as they're in the tournament, that's all they care about. Nick, we have a couple minutes left here, and we haven't really touched on the Utah Jazz side of things because it's not the sexy side. It is clear that the Jazz are trying to reset the deck out there after trading Rudy Gobert and John Donovan Mitchell here in this offseason. But their win total over at DraftKings is now 25 and a half, and that has gone down quite a bit since the start of the offseason. Mm -hmm. Do you think there's still room for it to go under on that 25 and a half? I think there is, and I think that number will likely keep creeping down and down. Uh, as time goes on, because I think there's a very good chance that Mike Conley, uh, who's on an expiring deal, is dealt. I think Bojan Bogdanovic is going to be uh, up you know, for the highest bidder. I think Jordan Clarkson is going to be in that category as well. Um, you know, This is a team that does not want to win games, clearly. right? I, I think you know, they're okay to kind of hand the reins over to Colin Sexton for this season and, and see how it goes. You know, they, they got a collection of, of young players who you know, they're going to kind of throw things at the wall and, and see what sticks. And, uh, you know, there's a, a, a two-player draft coming up, at least as of now, mm -hmm. uh, with one of the all-time draft prizes at the top in Victor Wenmanyama. Scoot Henderson, uh, another G League guard, uh, has super high potential as well. So I think Utah wants to ensure that it's one of those teams with the three worst records, you know, to, to make sure that you get uh, the best chance at the number one or the number two pick in the 2023 NBA draft. So I, I think there's a chance that this team... You know, when all is said and done, but by the time we get to mid-October, I think this roster could be stripped down even further. And Utah is totally fine being in the mix for having the worst record in the league. He is Nick Whalen, senior NBA analyst over at RotoWire. Check him out there over at RotoWire. Nick, we appreciate the time this evening, and we'll talk soon. Anytime, guys. Thanks for Thank having me. Thank you, Nick. Awesome stuff there from Nick. He talked about the Cavs maybe being a 60-62 win regular season team, but not really having the chance. Yeah, they the seem like that young team that's going to really be yeah. full of you-know-what and vinegar that's going to try to win that division but just doesn't have enough when you get to the postseason. All right, we'll get you guys caught up on the college football board here on the other side. This is VEASAN Live Bet Tonight. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This 
is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is VSIM Live Bet Tonight with Femi Abebefe and Wes Reynolds, live from the Circus Sportsbook on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back. The segment of VEASAN Live Bet tonight is presented by Zen Nicotine Pouches. Zen Nicotine Pouches are a fresher, simpler way to enjoy nicotine that have helped millions of people achieve lasting change by offering smoke-free and spit-free satisfaction. Zen understands there isn't one right time to make a change. Everyone's timeline is a little different. Everyone's on their own journey. But whenever you feel like you're ready to take that first step toward change, Zen will be there for you. Check out Zen Nicotine Pouches at Zen.com. That's Z-Y-N.com. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Welcome back. This is VEASAN Live Bet tonight. Coming to you from the Circle Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. Femi Abebefe alongside Wes Reynolds. And we are at halftime over in West Lafayette between the Penn State Nittany Lions and the Purdue Boilermakers. Mm-hmm. Right now, Penn State leads it 21-10, to 10, but it was pretty eventful yeah. in the way that which we got there. A very interesting turn of events as we were talking to our buddy Nick Whalen about the big trade in the NBA today. And uh, what happened? Penn State did take the lead, 14-10. to 10, And then Purdue is driving all of a sudden to go up there. They get to the Penn State t- uh, 25. Fumble recovered by Joey Porter Jr. His mm-hmm. daddy was a pretty good was football all right. player in the state right. of Pennsylvania. And what happens? Penn State takes over. Two plays, 82 yards. Uh, There was a pass interference penalty that put Penn State at the 33, and then Sean Clifford to Brenton Strange for 67 yards. Extra point good. 21 to 10 is your halftime score up there at Ross 8 in West Lafayette. And by the way, uh, not only people were saying Purdue first half deserved a better fade, so did the under, because that got bet down to, I believe, 27, even some 26 and a half down there, 31 points now in the first half. So kind of a tough deal if you did have the first half under. Penn State got it going. Big play there by Sean Clifford, who's been just kind of okay, really, in the first half. 8 of 15, 141, but that big 60-plus yarder and the touchdown. He does have two touchdown passes, so now Penn State – you look at the stats, pretty darn even, 13-12 in first downs, 218 to 205 in terms of yardage. But that big turnover late as both these teams trying to figure out how to run the ball. Penn State 21 to 10. I know you laid three and a hook. I laid yep. the money line. Second half number that I'm seeing coming out, and they're slowly starting to populate. I'm seeing some or Penn State minus a half for the second half, 26 and a half for the total. So I'll be monitoring that, see if I want to play anything. We got another score to update, too. Yeah, pitches. Yeah, all of a sudden we found some offense. I mean, the Panthers have now gone nuclear. I believe that's two touchdowns in the last Mm -hmm. three minutes here for the Pitt Panthers. Once down 17 to 10, now lead it 24 to 7. 
with 342 well, to go here in this third and, quarter. And they're starting to make some plays there in the in the passing game, yeah. even though it was capped off by a run. Keaton Slovis to Rodney Hammond, I believe, set that up uh, 49 yards down to the West Virginia 11. So now 24 to 17. Remember, we said we were trying to middle it, but sometimes a middle can work into a hedge. We don't know that. Obviously, <laughs> it could it could still really fall in the middle, or it could still stay under the total. So. Uh, Looking at the live number for West Virginia and Pitt, what do what do you have for that one? I'm not sure. They might have just put it up. Yeah, I mean, they took it down. Touchdown. I'm seeing seven and a half. So we're back to the pregame yeah. number, seven and a half. But you get plus one thirty if you want to lay it there with Pitt. If you want that seven in the hook, you got to pay yeah. minus one sixty. The total though, which is interesting because this total got bet down all throughout the summer and earlier on this mm-hmm. week here. Now that live total is at fifty five and a half. This one closed at forty nine and a half here at circa fifty across the board in other spots here. So. All of a sudden, a scoring explosion over the past well, couple of series, and here we go. Now we got points on the board. Well, here's what they've just done uh, with Pitt. If you look, and they just had a graphic up there, when Pitt goes under center, and we know Narduzzi and Signetti, the new offensive coordinator, they want to run the ball. When they go under center, 26 plays, 81 yards, and a touchdown tonight. But when they go into the shotgun, which, of course, Pitt did a lot last year, mm-hmm. Keaton Slovis, they've run 17 plays out of the shotgun formation, 222 yards and two touchdowns. Keaton Slovis, 8 of 8 for 190 yards out of the shotgun. So now I believe 55 and a half is the number I'm seeing, still juiced to the under, about minus 130. Uh, Pitt, minus 7.5, plus $1.25 is what I'm seeing at my mark, and I was just checking bet MGM here. But this goes back to our earlier discussion that we had here about Pat Narduzzi and this pit team. When Narduzzi is comfortable and his pit teams have the lead, he tends to get a little bit more conservative, wanting to sit on mm-hmm. the football. Now, they opened up the offense when they got down by seven. They're like, whoa, we might be in danger of losing right. this game here if we keep messing around on offense. So would this be a situation to where if you didn't have a play – entering this game would you potentially take West Virginia knowing that Pitt might get a little bit more conservative once again now that they've retaken the lead yeah I I certainly would especially if you're getting seven and a hook and that's why look that's why you're seeing too where it's tough is depending on your shop it's a lot lot of as you get later in the game now you can take that seven and a hook but it's not exactly 10 cents or 15 or 20 cents now it's about 65 cents plus seven and the hook minus 175 so yeah that that's sometimes what books will do if they don't want to adjust a number they want to stay on the number they'll just adjust a big especially as you get later in the game you'll notice that not only in college football but also in the nfl we had 20 points combined in the first half we have 21 points here in the third quarter that's how things have opened up here in this third quarter between Pitt and west virginia it's shaping up to be a really good ball game here so we'll keep an eye on that one but we're still at halftime 21 to 10 in west lafayette between penn state and purdue and like you mentioned west Half-point favorite, the Purdue Boilermakers right now, actually at Circa. They've just gone mm-hmm. to one. So the Boilermakers are getting bet a little bit yeah. in this second-half market. Do you agree with that, that maybe the Boilermakers can get back into yeah. this football Well, game? I can kind of see it based on the numbers I gave. The yardage was pretty much even. And, look, that yardage got a little bit more to Penn State's favor because they had a 60-yard touchdown pass. But otherwise, Purdue was even. kind of controlling the game. So I actually do agree with this move. Yeah, no, it's been relatively even between these two teams here. In the Big Ten, and but. what I'm what I'm gonna try another middle too. Okay, and I actually found shoot a, for it. I actually found a pick them because I've got Penn State money line, so they just need to win the game. So I've got some pick them out here. We could count it as a half, but I, I bet I'm betting pick them. Purdue pick them second half, so that gives you about a 10-point wiggle room. If Purdue, yeah. Purdue's just got to win the second half by one point, and Penn State can still win the game, there's a big gap there. So uh, we're going to try to shoot for another middle here. Yeah, I don't, I don't hate that. I don't hate that. You might be able to convince me to do something like that. Yeah. I might jump in on this, on this pick here. Yeah, because that gives you some wiggle room. Because, like, when you lay in the three and a half, now yeah. I'm more apt to do it laying the money line, but you yeah. got to have Penn State by four, and then basically yeah. four to ten is good yeah, for you. It's, yeah, is that it's, enough wiggle room for you? Not really. It's probably getting too cute I yeah. think right now. I, I, I made a decent bet Yeah. as of right now. It's only been one half a play. I don't want to chalk up anything here, but I don't think I, at six points is not really enough for me, especially at paying minus 110. So I'll probably lay off it. But for you with the money line play, yeah. getting that 10-point room. Because I, I got basically three yeah. and a half extra points. So, yeah, I figured that was a – it's a plus EV try, at least. There you go. That's a good way to do it. Well, we got some West Coast games, Wes, that are about to get underway. And West Coast winners is not just a baseball thing. Mm-hmm. It's not just a WNBA thing, which RIP to my Aces five-and-a-half ticket last night with a missed free throw with five seconds to go that decided that one. 
But we have a few games kicking off at 7.30. Northern Arizona is taking on Arizona State. Then you have Cal Poly against Fresno State and Portland State against San Mm -hmm. Jose State. I know this is the game that you wanted to focus in on because right now San Jose State, 21.5-point favorites over at DraftKings, total of 51. But what jumps out to you when you look at the side? And I don't have a play on this game, but this is something that we're going to use for the pro tip, and we're going to explain it first. Uh, This is a game, of course, and you'll see a little bit of this. This is FCS and FBS, so look, this is not going to have the handle or as high of limits as maybe, you know, the big conference against the big conference, FBS versus FBS. The money still pays the same. Exactly. (laughs) And, yeah, the check cash is the same. And this was kind of a fun one. And, actually, uh, Adam Chernoff, who you – uh, might have seen if you were out here last weekend or if you watched online at vcin.com was on the uh, circa betting panel they were talking nfl with our colleague sean king mike palm was hosting brian Erlacher and matt metcalf of circa sports also on the panel well anyway adam chernoff tweeted this out and he says hey we got a fun one here on a release show brad powers who you see joins us up and down the network right here on vcin He gave out 21 and a half on Portland State. There were some 22s out there, and actually I think some 23s in the market. Well, he gives it out. People, he obviously bets it, and his followers obviously bet it. So it goes down to 18 and 19. Circa actually went from 23 to 20. Well, what happened, too, is another notable service, uh, Right Angle Sports. They go ahead and release San Jose State at 18 and a half, graded at 19, now back to 21, and I believe I'm seeing some 22. That's probably what it's going to be at the close of business. There's a 23 when, in the market. Yeah, when this gets kicked off, yeah, it's going to be 22 or 23 in about 35 minutes. But the reason why I bring this up is one of the things we get obsessed about, and, you know, the betting splits can be a useful tool, but one thing I want the audience to keep in mind There's not always necessarily sharp and square sides, and you're going to hear a lot about that. There are more sharp numbers necessarily than sharp sides. That's a sharp number that Brad Powers took on Portland State. That's also a sharp number that Right Angle Sports laid on San Jose State. So that's kind of the pro tip here is don't assume sharp sides because sharps will disagree because they're betting different numbers here. And that was our pro tip of the hour. We do one every hour on VEASAN across every show. So that means at least 20 pro tips every day. They're all valuable and available for VEASAN pro subscribers only at VEASAN.com where you can sort them by sport and by show. So Pitt leads West Virginia 24-7. to Penn State leads Purdue 21 to 10 that game at halftime. And in Minneapolis, you have the Minnesota Golden Gophers marching down the field as they lead New Mexico State 14-0 early on in the second quarter. A lot of college football to keep our handle on here, and we absolutely love it on VEASAN Live Bet Tonight. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, Every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL Schedule Release, presented by Verizon, coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun, Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere 
and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.